Hello there and welcome to the Fit Trails with Tosin podcast. This is your host as always, Oluwa Tosin Kehinde, and I am so glad that you have chosen to join me today. On this podcast, we get to talk about our faith and how to live out our faith in every area of our life. We get to study God's word and encourage each other and grow to become all that God has called us to be. So with that being said, let us jump right in to this episode. Hello friends and welcome. Thank you so much for joining me again today. We are going to be talking about idols. I know, it's not a very common thing to talk about. Um, we know in the Ten Commandments, uh, God tells the people of Israel, one of the commandments he gives them is that they will not serve any other God but him. And we see in Exodus 20 verse 4 to 5, he goes on to tell them why. And that's where we get the famous scripture that God is a jealous God. And we're going to get to that um, as we go through the discussion. But we're going to be talking about idols. And first, I want to start like with a working definition of what is an idol. Now, when you Google the word idol, um, the definition says that it is a representation of a God in form of an object that is worshipped. And... Um, that is a great definition, but bringing it back to just the biblical um, idea of what an idol is, an idol is basically anything that you love more than God, desire more than God, treasure more than God, enjoy more than God. Now, for a second, I want you to, I want you to just think about it. Like, we all have idols. For a second, I just want you to think about it. What is that thing that you love more than God, desire more than God, treasure more than God, and enjoy more than God? And right off the bat, we probably are just like, yeah, no, I don't think there's anything I love more than God. I love Jesus, and we all do. We love Jesus, and that's great. But when we begin to go through the different kind of modern idols, because when we think about idols, I think people, our mind just revert to like, you know, a little um cat shaped wooden image <laughs> that people worship or at least um growing up that's what i thought about when i thought about idols you know having like a little shrine area in a certain part of your house that had all these different wooden images and statues that you worshipped but when we really um dig deep into it it doesn't even have to be something physical really the idea of i idol worshiping and you know having an idol starts with the heart it's where your heart is at and not necessarily like yes it does come out in your physical actions but it really starts in the heart and sometimes and especially in this modern day world that we live in in this century our idols our modern day idols are not physical most of the time our modern day idols are not physical yes we have physical idols and and we'll get into that but many of our idols are not physical they are things with our mind and our heart and idols that we have in our minds really that we worship and that we desire more than god now we're gonna first just go into why is idolatry bad why is just having idols even a bad thing in the first place and going back to that scripture in exodus 20 we see um after god you know, tells them, you must not worship any other God but me, he tells them that he's a jealous God. Now, this is not like jealousy, like we humans get jealous. 
This is a righteous kind of jealousy. This is a loving jealousy because God knows that there is nothing that these idols can do for us. He knows that we cannot find the satisfaction that we desire. And he knows that he's the only one that can satisfy us. And when he sees us, you know, turning to these things that he created, and sometimes even the things that we created, that he gave us the, the imagination and the knowledge to create, it hurts him. It hurts him that we would, you know, not treasure him, but treasure these things that could not give us what we desire, that could not give us the fulfillment, the actual fulfillment, fulfillment that we desire so god doesn't like our idols he doesn't like when we have idols it hurts his heart and when we, if we really and truly love god we our desire is not to hurt god we don't want to hurt him we love god so when we think of idols just knowing that idol idol and idol worshiping hurts god because he's jealous for us he loves us too much to let us do that he loves us too much to let us you know go down that path that is not even going to lead anywhere and then another thing is in psalm 115 verse 8 uh if you read through the entire scripture from verse 1 to 8 first of all it talks about all that god is you know how god is worthy of every praise and every worship and he's loving and he's faithful and you know he's almighty and then he goes to i think at verse 3 begins to talk about idols they have eyes and they can't see they have feet and they can walk and he it ends in verse 8 by saying that those that actually put their trust in idols will become like them and those that trust God will become like him. And yes, idols do not have the ability to satisfy our desires and satisfy our wants and give us the fulfillment that we are longing for. But what they do have the power to do is make us like them. Idols will make us spiritually blind like them. Just the way they have eyes and cannot see, we will begin to get blinded by by what they are that we can actually see what God is saying, hear what God is saying, go where God is asking us to go. It's like a spiritual paralysis. So idols don't have the power to give us those things that we're desiring of them and that we we think we can achieve by clinging onto them, but they will make us like them. We begin to become like these idols. And just the way they have nothing to offer, we begin to not live the life that God has called us to live. We begin to fall short of all the potential and and actually purpose that he has put on the inside of us. And that is what makes idol worshiping so dangerous because it is something that is so subtle but has such a big impact on your life as a child of God God, and even as a person. It, it, It really just keeps us away from all that God wants us to be. It keeps us blinded to all that God has called us to be so and 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 we see in in romans 1 verse 25 paul's paul also talks about it that they turned from god and they worshiped other gods that were created and not the creator when we turn from god to to the idols when we turn from god to those things that cannot satisfy we no longer can see him we no longer are connected to him we get distracted from him and when we take our eyes off of god and off of christ and we know what happens we see it in 
the story of Peter walking on water, the moment he took his eyes off of Jesus, he was consumed and just overwhelmed by the storm and just by the waves. Like we get just to this place where we begin to drown in all of the chaos of this world. We can't stay walking on water anymore because we've lost uh, we've lost sight of what is important. We've lost sight of where our hope comes from. Psalm says that we look to the hills from where my, my help comes. We, When we take our eyes off of Christ, where our help comes, then we, be, we get to that place of helplessness where we're just overwhelmed and just drowning in the chaos that of this world that we live in. So in, in summary, I guess, we can see that idols do not, like there is no benefit whatsoever when we turn from God and turn to idols, they have no ability to give us what we're desiring. I know you're probably thinking, okay, yes, but I don't like, what are the idols? I don't, I can't even figure out. I, I don't know what you're talking about. So we're going to dive into what are the modern idols of our day? And I feel like scripture, John, first John two verse 15 to 16 actually really, um, summarizes this because if we were to list every single one there is a bunch of them but he kind of groups it in a way that we're going to look at it today where we're just going to talk about a few that fall under each category now in that scripture it talks about not you know liking the world and not loving the world because all the world has is the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life and that's those are, I guess, the broad categories of the idols that we actually have today. So first, we're going to talk about the lust of the eyes. This is where we we find ourselves beginning to just idolize material things. You know, we want to get the biggest house, the latest cars, the best, you know, dresses, you know, all of those things, like we want to acquire all, all of the things, like everything possible. We want it. We want all of the comforts of life. And I'm not saying that desiring those things are bad, but when we, like the example I gave us before, idols are anything that we love more, desire more than God. When we begin to desire those things more than we actually desire God, when you begin to think that, yes, if I could buy this house, then I would be okay. If I get that car, then yes, like, that's it. Like, I have arrived. Like, if I can just, you know, afford to get myself that dress or change my wardrobe to that couture line. Like, when we begin to actually believe and, you know, act in ways that show that we are seeking our fulfillment, we are seeking our satisfaction, from those things then they have become idols in our lives they have become idols of of cars of houses just name it whatever it could be anything it could even be gadgets some of us want to get like we we don't even wait for the latest gadget to be out before we get it like you know you know those people that um what's that thing they do where you pre-order the the thing before it actually like is available like before it it even like and i think the big question because sometimes we we struggle with okay where is the line between you know just you know desi- like wanting these things because you know it's good and it makes your life comfortable and i mean god doesn't want us to unnecessarily live a um what's it called a life of suffering that's not i mean he loves us 
sometimes we have to go through that because we live in a broken world but god loves us like it's not like he's like oh yeah i just want him to suffer all the way here on earth like no that's not what that's that's not what god desires for us but i think a, a good way to decipher when we are actually beginning to idolize things is how how far you're willing to go like when 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 you begin to get to the point where you are not satisfied if you don't get that thing like it's like it becomes a i must like it's not like oh yes i would like to have that it's i must have that the only thing that we must have like the things that we must have god you know provide i mean we we, we must have oxygen so we can breathe and don't die like you know things like like when it becomes a must thing where it's like I would do anything within my power to get that. Then that's the point where we need to ask ourselves, like, okay, have I made this an idol? And really also asking ourselves, do I need this or do I just want this? Because another thing we need to realize, even with like um, the loss of the eyes and desiring material things, is we are also stewards of God's money. See, the money that you have, that money that you want to spend on that new house and that new car and that new dress and that new shoe and that new phone, it's not your money, honey. It's God's money. We are just stewards of God's money. So really ask yourself, do I need this or do I just want it? And it's not to say that you are not allowed to, you know, give yourself a treat every now and then. I'm a proponent of that. Yes, buy yourself a birthday present that you wouldn't, you know, buy on a normal day. Like, I'm all about that. But when, like, ask yourself, am I just wanting this? Because I feel like if I get it, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be satisfied. Or do I actually need it? Is it a necessity to me? Am I being a good steward over the money that God has put me in charge of? Am I stewarding over God's finances? Well, it's like the servant that was given, you know, talents. Like when we think about that, we think about like gifts and stuff. But it really applies to like money, like physical money. Like what have you done with the money that God has given you? How have you spent it? Have you used it in the way that is pleasing to God? So ask yourself, what, like, what is your heart posture towards that thing? Has it become something that you must, you definitely must have? Or do you really need that thing? So the loss of the eyes. We can make idols of almost anything. If, honestly, people, it could be anything. It could be purses. It could be shoes. Like, you name it. We could make um, idols of material things. Another kind of idol that is um very common for us in this day is just the idol of people let me explain and this goes like um two different ways some of us have made idols out of people that we become just people pleasers people pleasers we're always just we just want to make everybody happy we just want to make everybody happy and we will we will we would displease ourselves and even, you know, not honor God because we want to please other people. The idol of people. And this one is like, it's not something that we even think about. It's not something that you think about like every day. Like, oh yeah, idols. Yeah, people. No, 
we some of us just idolize people we and it, it might be like a specific group of people it might just be people in general but when we begin to feel like oh yes if this person likes me enough i yes then yeah that that's all i need like if i can get this person to like me if i can and you begin to seek approval of people and not god you have made people an idol and that's the that's the thing about it like when we begin to seek people's approval and ignore god's approval then we have missed the mark it doesn't matter what people say about you it doesn't matter if people approve you if god doesn't approve the life that you are living if god is not pleased with the life that you are living then it's nothing we get so wrapped in wanting to get make people happy please people that you we do things that we wouldn't do on a normal day like how many of us have been in a situation where like on your own if you were by yourself you wouldn't do a specific thing but because you wanted to please the people around you you went against your own values and principles just to make them happy i have done that before and i mean i'm gonna be very honest and transparent with you guys i've done it in friend groups i've done it in in, you know corporate groups i've done it in school groups so and that's something i struggle with the idol of people the idol i i i mean the holy spirit has helped me to care less and less about whether people approve of me or not and just you know boldly walk and live in in my faith and who god has called me to be without apology but it used to be a very huge problem for me i was a people pleaser i wanted everybody to like me and if you didn't i did everything in my power i went above and beyond i became who you wanted me who i thought you wanted me to become just so you would like me and i know there's a bunch of people that struggle with this if we're being honest with ourselves like people have become our idols we have become but we have be- begun to you know desire and treasure and love and and seek our satisfaction from the approval of of other people from hearing the oh yeah well done from somebody else and we don't even care if god is saying well done if god is pleased with what we're doing going back to that scripture in john it says the the loss um the loss of the flesh and that kind of idol is self-gratification and in our microwave society, that that is a huge idol. We want it and we want it now. We do not want to wait. We want it right away. And I am guilty of that. I mean, I am guilty of that. I got Amazon Prime for that specific reason. So that it comes like right away. Two days. I don't want to have to wait for it. We are just... We just don't want to wait for things. And then that's why we we begin to we begin to seek after things to fill the void in our in our heart you know we just we want to be satisfied in the now we don't want to be satisfied tomorrow we want to, we want to be satisfied right now we want to be satisfied in this moment and then you will go to sex we go to drugs we go to alcohol we go to we are seeking that satisfaction that only god can give we have be, we have put those things in the place of god we have made those things our idols we have made those things the thing that we now desire more than god and love more than god the lust of the flesh the lust of the flesh we 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 have idolized ourselves and ourselves like what 
uh, self-pleasing yes that's the that's the word i'm looking for we have idolized self-pleasing you will like whatever it is to please yourself in this moment pornography masturbation drinking drugs um you name it but the, the idea is you have now put yourself in the place of god you have you have made an idol of your own wants and your own needs and yourself and the desire to please yourself so you're not you're not desiring to please other people but you are desiring to please yourself and yourself alone and that has become an idol for some of us that the idol we struggle with self gratification we just we want to please ourselves and we have made ourselves idols we have made ourselves idols and another another part of this is pride pride could be an idol you want to preserve your ego you want to preserve your I don't know what's the word, what other word to use it. But basically, you want to preserve your ego. So you you put yourself in the place of God. You idolize yourself. And you hold on to your pride regardless. Like, you don't care who it hurts. You don't care what happens. You don't care what God says about the situation. If this situation, if what God is telling you seems like it's going to, you know, hurt your pride, yeah, it's a no. Some of us have made idols of ourselves, our pride. We have made pride our our God. You know, we will protect it. We'll be like that's where we now seek our satisfaction from. If I could keep, if I, if I could save face, if I could keep my pride, if I don't have to look like I'm weak, yes, then we are satisfied. Like that's where we begin to get our our validation from. And like we LS, we stated earlier, like those these idols that we're talking about don't have the capacity to even do that because that's why we keep doing them that's why you keep going back to sex that's why you keep going back to the bad relationship that's why you keep staying in those relationships that are hurting you that's why you keep buying more things because they don't actually have the capacity to satisfy you but that's the thing like i also that i stated earlier that idols cannot satisfy but it can make you like them so we become blinded and we don't even realize that we are stuck in this cycle where we we keep seeking satisfaction and fulfillment from the exact same thing and it keeps falling short but we keep going back to it idols of pride that might be what your idol is idol of pride and then the last one he talked about the pride of life we talked about the loss of the flesh and i just want to touch on also the idol of science now in we, we live in a very technologically advanced world and i am so grateful to god for technology because believe it or not technology came from god and god everything god gives good things all good things come from God. So technology is from God. But that doesn't stop the devil from using it to his advantage. It doesn't stop the devil from trying to twist the truth. That's what he has always done. Right from the Garden of Eden, we see it. That's what the devil, that's what he does. That's what he's good. That's what he's good at. That's what he does. And I feel like some of us have made science our idols. We have become idols of logic and fact. And yes we love god but it has to like we now put god in the box of science like 
yeah, it has to make sense. It has to be logical. And if we know anything about God, Scripture tells us that His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He created science. He's not bound by it. But then we try to put God in the box of science. Some of us have idea, and, and I feel like that's where this whole idea of atheism comes from. It's an idolatry of science. Like it's, they have idolized science. It has become God. And that's why it baffles me when people say, oh, I don't believe in anything. Everybody believes in something, even if you don't know it. Even if you don't know it, you are worshiping something. You, you have a God that you are worshiping. Whether it's science, whether it's the universe, whatever it is, you have, whether you accept it or not, you believe in some kind of God, even though you don't acknowledge that in that sense. And some of us have, you know, gotten sucked into that bubble where we are just so like, yeah, if the science doesn't make sense, then we don't even care what God is saying anymore. It doesn't matter what God has to say in the situation. The science has to make sense. And that keeps like that keeps us from living the life that, you know, God has actually called us to live. Like, God has all of these great things that he wants to do in us, but he's not bound by science. He's not He's not bound by the laws of science. He can do whatever he pleases to do. In that scripture, Psalm 115, it says that God can, like, he does whatever he pleases. He's, he doesn't answer to anyone, not you, not science, not nature. He doesn't answer to anyone. So when we, when we try to put him in a box of uh, our science beliefs and, you know, the inventions and innovations, we begin to idolize those things above him. We're saying that, yes, you are God and we acknowledge that, but see, this thing is higher. It's better than you. And we, we want to we, we want to get our... our you know, fulfillment, we want to get our our satisfaction from that. And I'm not saying that, you know, liking science is bad, but again, back to our working definition for, for this discussion. Do you love it more than God? Do you enjoy it more than God? Do you desire it more than God? Uh, are, we, are we putting it in the place of God? Another modern idol is relationships now this is a very very big one very big one it might be relationships with people so like friends i mean i i think it also ties into like you know idolizing people but for some of us it's idolizing the relationships with people so it might be a girlfriend a boyfriend um a husband or idolizing like the idea of the relationship so idolizing the idea of marriage you know things like that and when we, th- when we sit down and, and, you know, just take inventory of everything that we have talked about and the kinds of idols, we actually realize that these things are not bad in themselves. No idol is bad in itself. What, what is bad is the process and the, and the concept of idolizing it and putting it above God. So the issue is not the things specifically. It's our attitude to the things. It's how we relate with those things. And there is... I mean, it's very easy to fall into that sin of, um, you know, idolizing things. And that's why it's very important that we self-reflect and we we evaluate and re-evaluate from time to time. Like, when you begin to see yourself in that place where you're beginning to feel like, oh, I must, I have to, you are going above and beyond. That is a sign to step back and actually, like, you know, assess the situation. Am I making an idol out of this? Am I making an idol out of this situation? Am I making an idol out of this thing? Am I making an idol out of this this desire that I have? 
and it's, it's like I said it's very easy but that's why we have the Holy Spirit you know to remind us to guide us to convict us when we get to those places I have been convicted of idols like so many times and I mean I didn't even realize that I was doing it and I was like oh my god I am I am making an idol out of this so I really hope that this has you know helped you it has helped me kind of evaluate and you know just reassess what are the things that I've made idols in my life and just remembering that it's not it's not the it's not always the big things it could be the little things and they're not always bad things but our attitude to them can make them idols so I'm just gonna pray for us thank you Jesus for another time with my friends to just you know dig into your word and let you speak to our hearts thank you for just reminding us that we could be making idols of things in our lives so even in this moment i ask that even as we think about it that the holy spirit will begin to convict us and open our eyes to those things in our life that we have made idols and we don't even realize and we ask that you will give us the grace to repent and turn away from these things that you will help us that we will not love them more than you but it will keep our eyes fixed on you and we will get our satisfaction from you and our fulfillment from you because we know that nothing can satisfy but you so help us to turn help us to repent help us to let go of those idols and turn to you and you alone in jesus name i pray amen thank you so much for joining me on this episode i hope that it was a great time for you i enjoy spending time with you guys on here every week but till i see you next week keep living that faith and keep keeping it real and have a blessed week bye bye